Hello, my friend. You're listening to the Sort Yourself Out podcast. Today, we're discussing the main requirement for sorting yourself out. Hint, hint, it's all in the mind. I'm your host, Janine Hunt, natural health therapist for over 30 years, hypnotherapist, lifelong student, and spiritual seeker. I like to seek out the most effective practices and techniques that provide the greatest bang for my buck and the fastest route to freedom from whatever is holding us back. I can't wait to share with you these powerful techniques so that you too can sort yourself out, know deeper meaning in your life, and best of all, a sense of inner peace. So let's get started. Well, hello there, and thank you so much for joining me today. There are so many ways that we can sort ourselves out. So many practices and tools and techniques. That's what the Sort Yourself Out podcast is all about, right? Every week, I'm sharing ways that you can uplift your well-being, but they really boil down to one main thing, and that is to get your mind working for you and not against you. For example, I bet there have been occasions where you've said to yourself something along the lines of, oh my God, I'm so stupid, or, ugh, I'm, I'm a fat pig. I hope you don't say that, but you know, we do talk to ourselves these ways. <laughs> or that old chestnut that affects so many of us. I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. Now, anyone who has tried to meditate and to just observe the thoughts as they pass through the consciousness will have noticed some pretty unpleasant shit going on in there. <laughs> Pardon my French. <laughs> it's just the best way to explain it. Think of it like this. If you spoke to your friends the way you speak to yourself, you probably wouldn't have any friends left. <laughs> so why do we do it to ourselves? These kinds of thoughts or beliefs are not at all helpful. And they are the main thing we need to address in order to get our mind working for us and not against us. So we need to address our mind on two levels, the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. Because often there is a conflict between the two. Whenever we are wanting and trying to change and yet feel really stuck and impotent to change, we can be sure that there is a subconscious belief pattern in there sabotaging our success. Like in this example, your conscious mind wants to lose weight. You know this. But your subconscious mind believes that food equals love. And so you eat to comfort yourself and never lose the weight. Or if by some heroic effort of willpower, you manage to lose the weight, eventually you put it all back on again, because that belief is still lurking in your subconscious mind. And that programming will always win out over your conscious desires. And that's why we find it so hard 
to make lasting change. On a deeper level, we believe that we're getting some benefit from the habit that we want to stop. So let's have a look at what these two aspects of mind are, the conscious and subconscious. So check this out. 90 to 95% of our mind is unconscious. Holy cow, 90 to 95%. So the subconscious mind, it's also known as the unconscious mind, controls our bodily functions like breathing, the heartbeat, and digestion. And it contains all our memories, habits, beliefs, emotions, and feelings, and our survival instincts like the fight or flight response to danger or stress. Our conscious mind, that is the thinking, rational, logical mind that we like to think is in control, (laughs) is just the tip of the iceberg. It's that we 5 to 10%. So no wonder it's so hard to break a habit. Swiss psychiatrist Carl Jung said, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. So unless we make a conscious effort to bring our attention and awareness into our thought processes processes and actions, we are living our lives on autopilot at the mercy of our unconscious conditioning, most of which we absorbed as children. And all that stuff was drummed into our heads between the ages of birth and probably about seven, when we began to be able to think more clearly for ourselves, was drummed into our heads by well-meaning but flawed being human people who, for the most part, hadn't dealt with their own flawed conditioning. So as adults, it's up to us to choose what goes on in our minds, because we don't have to be at the mercy of all that crap that other messed up people put into our minds. (laughs) So in order to get our minds working for us and not against us, we need to work on both the conscious and the subconscious parts of our mind. And this is where my top-down approach called the three phases of transformation comes in. The three phases of transformation are all about making your mind work for you, not against you. About bringing into your conscious mind all those limiting beliefs or patterns of behavior buried in your subconscious mind that are stopping you from making the change that you want in your life, even if consciously you really want it. So I'll give you an overview now of the three phases of transformation, but I suggest you go back to some of my earliest podcast episodes where I dive deeper into each phase and how you can activate them in your life through various natural practices and techniques. So here are the three phases of transformation. Phase number one is raise your awareness. This phase involves us becoming aware of what is going on in the subconscious mind, Because believe me, as I discovered when I quit drinking and began to sort myself out, it can be an unholy mess in there. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Until you shine a light on all the crap that's going on in there, you are at its mercy and it will be a major source of self 
self-sabotage. So phase number one, raise your awareness. Phase number two, liberate yourself. This phase is all about liberating ourselves from the unhelpful ideas and untrue suppositions and limiting beliefs that we discover lurking in our subconscious minds, blocking our success and aspirations. Phase number three, reprogram your mind. In this phase, we, pro we reprogram our minds at the subconscious level with the beliefs that facilitate lasting change. There are two important, important aspects to this phase. One, we consciously choose the beliefs. That's the operative word here, consciously. We consciously choose the helpful, nourishing, and progressive beliefs that we are going to install in our minds. These are the beliefs that will get us where we want to go. And two, we use techniques and practices that make the mind receptive and that allow us to install the beliefs at the subconscious level, level where they will be accepted. This makes a huge difference to trying to install the beliefs from a conscious level. This way we can bypass conflict between the conscious and subconscious mind. So those are the three phases of transformation. Liberate yourself, sorry, raise your awareness, liberate yourself, and reprogram your mind. This is transformation from the inside out. It's all about making the unconscious conscious and freeing ourselves from our hindrances and then consciously choosing and installing at a, at a deep level the beliefs that will uplift our well-being and get us where we want to go. So this kind of inside-out transformation is the kind of transformation that works. And that's why I call this a top-down approach. We're working from the highest part of the personality, our mind. We are raising our awareness on all levels. We're becoming more conscious. We're using the higher part of ourselves, the mind, to control and manage the lower parts of ourselves our emotional life with all its fears and worries and stress, and our physical existence as well, like our health and weight, whether we exercise or not or sleep well. All these physical issues are very often results of our emotional natures. As Einstein said, no problem can be solved from the same level of consciousness that created it. And that's the great thing about my top-down approach. It not only helps us to work on specific issues to improve our lives, but it creates an exponential shift whose effects ripple out to uplift all areas of our lives through the higher awareness it generates. You will learn to be the master of your mind rather than it controlling you. For example, when I began practicing mindfulness, a top-down technique extraordinaire, I noticed pretty quickly how it made me feel better in myself, how it brought me a sense of inner peace because I was living in the present moment 
I wasn't in my head all the time listening to my inner shit talker, <laughs> as I like to call it. This meant that I was able to think and act differently, aka to consciously choose my actions rather than responding with the old knee-jerk reactions when I was triggered by old arguments that used to turn me into a quivering jelly. And this ability then transferred out to improve my relationships. So the top-down approach made me feel more peaceful and serene within myself, but also enabled me to share that serenity and my ability to choose a considered response a new response into my relationships, which in turn evoked a fresh response from the other person involved. This is healing, folks. This literally healed the dysfunction of years, even of decades, (laughs) and allowed us to move on to a higher level of relating. It felt like nothing short of a miracle. But really, it was me getting a grip on my mind, getting it working for me and not against me. Now, if you want to get started straight away to get your mind working for you and not against you, check out some of my earliest podcasts, like episode one to five. They're all about the three phases of transformation and the techniques that you can use to sort yourself out. I also uh, recommend all of my podcasts that discuss meditation. I think episode 22 is one and episode, I think it's 37, about easy mindfulness techniques to start today. I also recommend that if you don't meditate already, that you get on your butt and start meditating. (laughs) So for that, I have you covered. I've got a guide, a free guide that you can download. It's my quick start guide to doable meditation. And in that guide, I provide really simple, no fuss instructions on how to meditate. And I'm talking meditation that takes as little as five minutes a day, but you will still feel the benefits from it. It also includes tips to make sure that you can fit it into your day and also to move past any resistance you might feel about starting a daily meditation practice because most of us have some resistance to that. Meditation is a discipline and most of us hear the word discipline and think, ah, no thanks. So we faff around for ages before we really settle down to meditating every day. But it's the daily aspect of meditation that is truly beneficial. And that's the thing about meditation. A few minutes go a long way and it is the daily rhythm, even if it's just a five minute session per day, that really brings you the benefits. A few minutes every day is way better than sporadic sessions that might last an hour or two. In fact, if you're a beginning meditator, you are better off starting small. And this makes it so much more doable for you. So all of this is in my free quick start guide to doable meditation. So really, give meditation a go as it is a fantastic top-down technique 
that really gets your mind working for you and not against you. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes and you can get it at the inspirationcloud.com slash S-Y-O-48. Those are the numerals for eight. Now, you may have heard me speak about my Inner Circle membership that I will soon be launching. I'm getting there. It's taking me taking me a while, longer than I thought, to get it out into the world, but I'm getting there slowly but surely, and soon I'll be opening the doors. So in this online monthly membership, I will be teaching my most powerful top-down techniques to sort yourself out that will enable you to, to get your mind working for you and not against you. It's all about being better than happy. There will be all sorts of goodies that will help you to sort yourself out, to free yourself of your hang-ups and blockages, to take charge of your mind and to nourish your soul. There will be mini courses, hypnosis sessions, guided meditations, EFT tapping videos, neurolinguistic programming techniques, mindfulness and meditation training, the ageless wisdom teachings, and loads more so that wherever you are on your path to greater well-being, you can start right there and then take the next step when you're ready. You'll have the tools, practices, and techniques that you need to not just heal your life, but to make it more meaningful, fulfilling, peaceful, and beautiful. So if you would like to transform your well-being and be better than happy, go on over to theinspirationcloud.com slash membership to get on the wait list and I will keep you in the loop about when the Inner Circle membership is launching. Okay, my friend, thank you so much for joining me today. That's all I've got for today. I really appreciate you spending your time with me. So go back listen to some of those earlier podcasts, and really get your mind working for you and not against you. Ultimately, that in a nutshell is the path to inner peace. So take care, and I'll see you next week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I really hope you found it helpful and full of uplifting ideas that you can put into practice in your life. And if you have, chances are your friends and family will too. So please share it with them on social media. You'll be helping them to sort themselves out because I bet you think they need it, right? But seriously, you'll also be doing me a huge favor and I will be eternally grateful for your generosity. It would also be lovely if you would leave me a review on iTunes. Preferably a nice one, please. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast while you're there. If you have any questions or would like me to address a certain topic, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at info at theinspirationcloud.com. Have a good one, folks. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.